Okay, welcome back, all of you Irish conservationists. Yeah, I said it right. <laughs> conservationists? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To another episode of Spooky Movie Squad, the horror movie podcast that reviews the best and worst and everything in between in horror, one movie at a time. I'm your host, Otis, and tonight, like always, I am joined by the Spooky Movie Squad, and that squad consists of Katie. Hi. Emma. Woohoo! And Micah. Well, you know, see, the other day I was talking to my friend and he said, man, I got to just go hug a tree. And I told him, man, I don't know. I don't think they want you doing that. It's kind of a hollow gesture. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think the trees consented. (laughs) Get off me. (laughs) So sit back and relax and enjoy our review of the 2015 Irish horror film, The Hollow. Nature has a dark side. Yeah. Yes, it does. Hit that music. Take a seat and take a rest From behind the curtain A disconcerting nod It's time to listen To the Spooky Movie Squad (laughs) Happy Spookies everyone This is episode 342 Of this illustrious podcast And chapter 1 in the month that we are calling Fairy Tale slash Nursery Rhyme Horror Uh, I didn't realize that there were Tons of movies out there based on some type of story from a long time ago or some song from when we were wee ones but yes uh, apparently that's a cool thing to make horror movies out of and it's like whoa let's do one about i don't know mary had a little lamb but the lamb is a killer actually i don't think i've ever seen a scary movie about mary had a little lamb trademark <laughs> trademark trademark i'm gonna do it now the lamb's like eating people and shit well, she's trying to hide it. it it's gonna be a secret they literally have that movie and the tagline is so gold. <laughs> it's it's fleece was red as blood. Oh I'm here for that. So cool. Oh <laughs> So for the uninitiated, tonight's episode is about the hollow. So, like I said before, it's an Irish horror film. And this one is about a new family that has moved to a small little Irish village and dealing with the plants and the the tree life there, they discover fairies, banshees, and baby stealers, and they have to deal with these wee little things trying to kidnap their child. I saw this movie on many, many lists for a while, actually, and I'm happy that it popped back into our like radar, because I remember a lot of people said, it's a really cool idea that just parents are trying to defend their child against monsters that want to kidnap it. I thought that was a really cool idea. So, Emma, what did you think about The Hollow? The Hollow, as a movie, was incredible. Um, I thought the cinematography was actually not that bad. It was very unnerving, and it made me feel some kind of way. Um, and on that note, as a mother... this movie was so hard to watch because you understand the pain and the issues all the way around because you know that you're not going to understand that that child is not yours unless you have spent all of your time with that child. And the mom or the dad knew he's like, no, that's not my child. And it's just every ounce of that I related to. Micah. Speaking of being a mother, there's our child now. <laughs> uh, this goes in the category of certified banger. I kind of want the wa- uh, the Walking Dead, Jesus, the, the last of us to kind of adopt some of this because there there were some moments in there and some, you know, like the the slow burn of of. Damn, I'm trying to get into plot points now. Uh, No, (laughs) it it had some really, really solid moments. I I thought it was excellent. And uh, the cool thing was there's a lot of character, a lot of actors in this movie that are like 
from Game of Thrones and all these all these other big things where it's just, you know, all these Irish actors that are super talented did this movie. Uh, so I don't really know anything about like if it's low budget or whatever. I just know I've never heard of it. So I can only imagine. But it seems like horror movies tend to run rampant like under the radar. Oh, there are very few unless it's like, you know, oh, Eli Roth came out of retirement to to do thanks Thanksgiving. And, you know, um, but yeah, no, it was solid movie all, all around. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was a good movie. I don't know if it's better or worse than the other one the hole in the ground it was like the same concept same story same fairy tale so it kind of like blended for me it was like hard to differentiate because it's the same it's the same fairy tale being told and kind of the same thing happening to the family in the movies um and they're you know it's all people all the cast is you know irish actors and things like that like people i've never seen before so it was good it was definitely one of the most heart racing films i've ever watched because all of the moments where the baby like might get hurt might be kidnapped might be stolen might be murdered or whatever the fuck just like gets you like your whole body tenses up and you're just like Please don't let anything happen to that fucking baby. Yeah. And you're just like, your fists are clenched and you're like waiting for the fucking shoe to drop and the creatures from the forest to do something wild to this kid. And then, you know, all the all the little red herrings, you know, the parents save the day right at the last minute and the parents save the day and the parents save the day. But every time it's just like, fucking, this is a lot. You know, I, I will say one thing. The the one thing about the movie that bugged me is that the jump scares really did not did not deliver. Like I I don't know if they were too predictable or it's just like eh. yeah. it just like they tried to do it a few times and it just it, it never hit. And so it was yeah. like eh, okay. Yeah, it, I mean it, you gotta you gotta have them. Like I feel like it's just kind of a box to check at this point, but you know. It didn't take away from it. It's just the jump scares didn't deliver in this movie. I think jump scares are hard for us to monitor at this point because we've seen so many movies. It's like this isn't scary to me at all. Yeah, fair. So you have to get like if we were watching this with, you know, any one of our friends who don't ever watch horror movies, like that's the true tell of if the jump scares work because like I don't flinch at shit anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay good uh, battle hardened yeah we're seasoned hey sometimes i let my shield down and i get caught by something but usually i don't jump at anything but sometimes i'm tired and i don't want to be defensive <laughs> and things happen i'm like ah you know my shield is never down i can't i can't be i can't be tough all the time it's tired i'm now. tired grandpa spielberg what's right. too damn bad <laughs> so katie beat me to it but hole in the ground it's the same type of idea about changelings they pop up a little bit later but the villains in this movie are a mix of like i said fairies banshees goblins this is weird amalgamation of things because they weren't just one but i was reading up on fairies and banshees and stuff and there seems to be a few weaknesses that they have and things like that and usually iron is one thing that comes up iron is actually good against leprechauns i've been told from the movies i've seen with warwick davis <laughs> so if you ever want to know where the gold is yeah. so apparently if you're in trouble and a leprechaun's trying to get you just beat him up with a with, with an iron rod you'll get real far in life but the villains in this movie it was iron the big difference between holding the ground in this movie was the people in this movie actually fought back the mom it was all about doubt and holding the ground she was like this is my kid maybe it's not my kid and then you know when she got thrown across the kitchen she's like that's not my fucking kid and then <laughs> trying to find the child in this movie they're like there are things out there get my shotgun <laughs> where's my mallet you know and they're, they're ready to fight and i thought that was i thought that was a cool difference between it because it seems like i don't know Usually in horror movies, people it's always people that don't know they're in a horror movie, so they just stay terrified. But like 
there are people in this world that like the second something weird happens, they're ready to put their fists up. <laughs> they're like, I don't know what that is, but I'm gonna punch it. Like it's fun to see those types of movies. And we've seen it like with Willie's Wonderland, Nicolas Cage, the second one of the animatronics got in his face, he started swinging. Not even, he wasn't even afraid. He was just like, that's weird. I'm going to punch it. I like seeing that sometimes because it's, it kind of takes the fear away from the movie. But this movie tried its best to be scary. And like Katie and Micah said, for people that don't probably watch as many scary movies or don't know when the beats are about to happen, yeah, you probably would get caught by a couple of things. I think the last second of the movie is a jump scare. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. But I've seen so many movies where the last second is a jump scare. So I was like, okay, there's always a chance something will jump right at the end before the credits. So, but this movie was fun. It was really fun. Um, sure, characters have to act dumb because that's the only way you can make a movie like this progress story-wise. But I think they set up situations in this movie where they couldn't help it, but be helpless. And I like that a lot. You know, it's like me and Katie go to a haunted house, we would never, but if we were at a haunted house, and I'm like, man, I guess I should have, like, charged my phone last night, and then my phone's at 5% before we go into the haunted house. That's stupid. People don't do that these days. People have charges on them. So it's, it was cool that they thought about all those options and all those avenues, and it's like, okay, well, okay, maybe I had a charger, but this thing happened to it, and it's like, there's no way for them to get help, and I'm like, I like that a lot. Uh, this was fun. I would love if they continued this world. Now, spoilers, the ending does kind of hint at there could be more down the road. But going that this movie was made in 2015, maybe not. But that's fine. If this is the only one, it's the only one. So I'm not that worried about it. So sit back and relax and enjoy our review of The Hollow. So this movie opens up with Adam. We've already kind of brought up some things about him, but he is a conservationist. Conserv I want to add an L in there so bad. Conservationalist. Well, there should be an L in there. Conservationist? It should be conservationalist, I'm pretty sure. Uh, maybe the L is, like, specific. Hell, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. We'll find out in yeah. two or three minutes. Yeah. So, Adam, he is all about plant and mushroom fungal fungi type of life that seems to be his bag and he seems to be pretty good at it we'll see to what extent but he's with his wife claire and their son finn good name i like finn a lot and so they have moved to this tiny little irish village and there's a gigantic forest around it so while he's in the forest adam takes his tiny little baby out into the world and they find a deer carcass. And so this carcass looks weird and there's fungus and just weird liquid coming from the body of this deer. And uh, Adam is all types of excited because that's his jam. Uh, I wouldn't have had my baby that close to fungus and things like that, but... You know, I'm not in a horror movie. That's like me walking around with tiny Bella. I'm like, hey, Bella, look at this corpse right here. And Bella's like, fascinating. <laughs> well, we wouldn't do that. So while Adam is getting a sample and heading back home with Finn and his dog, his yappy protective dog, hopefully the dog makes it, we see that Claire, she's dealing with locals that aren't the biggest fan of her and her family. They seem to be types of intruders now we see this a lot in horror movies where you move somewhere and it's a little more r rural god rural juror but you deal with the people that are like we don't like you here you should leave and there's reasons to it so a local his name is colm 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 <laughs> i have heard this name i know someone named this but Sorry, it's the American in me. I was like, Colm. No, it's Colm. Uh, is not the biggest fan of the family, them moving in. It seems to be that home is specific, and he's not a fan of it. And Claire is taking off the bars off of the windows of the home. There seems to be iron bars everywhere. 
And she's like, that's weird looking. I'm taking it off. So that night after taking the protective bars away, Finn's room is, I guess in a sense, is broken into, but something breaks the window while he is sleeping. And the parents, they instantly think it's Colum because he's a dick and he was telling them they should leave, get the fuck out of here. So, you know, obviously he's just trying to scare them into leaving and the police arrive, and they are the type of police from a horror movie. And they're like, maybe a bird came in, and it broke stuff, and then it left. I'm like, wouldn't we have seen feathers or blood or anything like that? Well, maybe it was just a really good bird. But it's funny that the police brings up this answer for it. Because right after, the officer starts telling him about the legend of the forest. And that is inhabited by the hollow. Now, like I said earlier, this movie's all about a mixture of fairies, banshees, baby stealers, monsters that can turn into people, kind of hole in the ground type of things. It, it's, it seems to be this rainbow coalition of these monsters in this home. This home, the forest is their home. So after this moment, Adam starts seeing weird shit in the woods. He takes his little flash camera, the brightest fucking flash on this camera, outside, and the camera starts catching things. It's like, oh, well, there's a couple people in this picture. And he's like, wait, what? And then the flash goes off, and you just see, I guess he didn't look through the viewfinder, but there was something in the picture, and it was like, ugh, at least. But apparently they didn't see it. I hate that. So we instantly know that Claire, she took off the iron bars, and that made it easier for the fairies, these things, to get closer to their home. They seem to be targeting a specific room for a reason. Looks like they're going after the child. <laughs> so, the next day, Adam takes the child with him, and they head into town to fix the broken window. Uh, this seems to be an old-timey house, so it seems that they have to get a professional look at this. So, while they are being treated bad by, like, the people that live in this town, and and they talk about the legend of the Hollow again, Colum comes to the house and actually scares Claire some more, because that seems to be the best way to get people to leave somewhere. Just scared the shit out of them, apparently, you know? <laughs> it's like, I don't want you here. Look, you know, like, fucking Courage the Cowardly Dog, just put a scary mask on and scream. Sounds people... like racism to me. Yeah, you know? So, he tells her they should leave, but he hands her an old book. Now, like in any scary movie, when you get a specific book, it's going to tell you everything you need to know to maybe stay alive when you're dealing with the things. But Adam is not there to read this said book because Adam's car breaks down and he looks at the engine and it's covered in that fungus stuff that he was dealing with with the deer earlier in the movie. So it's all in his engine. And while he is trying to figure out what's up with the car, he gets pushed into his own trunk. So he opened the trunk to look for things to repair the car. And he got pushed in and the trunk was closed on him. Now, in newer cars, they have a button that you can just instantly open the trunk. So this is for the moments where people get kidnapped and you can get out. If you do get kidnapped and put into a trunk, you need to mess with the taillights because that's a good way to get them pulled over. And then you can start kicking and be like, ah, I'm in the trunk. And then you can get out. So cool little fun fact for you. So while he is in the trunk, something seems to be attacking the car, trying to get to little baby Finn. And Finn is crying. So Adam hulks his way out of the trunk through the back seat and he gets out and then there's nothing around but the car is absolutely just sliced up like Freddy Krueger got to it. So Adam takes his son Finn and they just leg it all the way home. So when Claire meets up with Adam finally, Adam tells her that something's happening, call the cops and where's my shotgun? And so they start to, well, they try to defend themselves against these unknown beings, entities, assailants, any of those words. So the power goes out. Oh no, 
and their house is all types of fucked up. Now, there's a lot of moments where little by little they realize that light seems to be an answer to things. And so they have a camera and they can use the flash as some type of a weapon. So they hop into the car. They won't run to it because it was off a little bit. And the creatures from the forest are chasing them down. It seems to be that they really want to uh, get them for a reason. Yeah, they want the kid. They want the kid real bad. So they crash into a ditch in the car. I think it what, flips, I think. Or it flips and then it, I think it lands back on the wheels. But it does go over in a circle. Yeah. And so they ditch the car and they run back into the house. Now, Adam, being a nosy, nosy kid, he is looking through the keyhole inside to the outside to see if the monsters are close. And he gets stabbed in the eye with... Uh, the longest fingernail but it looks like kind of on a wasp or bee the stinger so mm-hmm. he gets popped right into the eye and it starts to fuck with him his eye instantly goes red like it's bloodshot and he starts acting weird and starts looking weird but right after that they realize that light hurts them so claire takes the baby into the attic tied and adam goes to start the backup generator. So he gets some gas, and he's fighting, and he tries to start it back up. Claire and Finn are about to get attacked in the attic. So these monsters can just, I assume they're spitting on things. They spit onto the locked trap door of the attic, and it just start to melt it. It, it just turns everything into like soggy mess. And then a finger comes through, And the finger gets longer and longer, and the stinger is like, I don't know, just so many inches long, and it's going for Claire's eye. The eye seems to be the way that they like poking you. Well, if something goes into your eye, it's going to instantly go into your bloodstream. I guess anywhere on the body would do that, but I guess eye is the most hardcore. So right before she gets stabbed in the eye, Adam starts to generate her. Hooray! So... They lock the house down. They realize that the iron that were on the windows and the bars, well, they put it back up, kind of. And they block it off, and they see monsters run up and get hurt, and then they run back off. So they lock Finn in a cupboard, and then they have a set of, like, hedge clippers that, I guess, it's iron, and they put that to lock the cupboard. So if someone tries to open it, they have to grab the clippers first, and hurt themselves. Pretty sneaky, sis. But they, as they're reading the book that Colum gave them about the hollow, and they finally learn a little bit more, and there's a third person in the mix. Changelings. So, they see a couple of pictures that shows, I guess explains what changelings like to do. They like to snatch somebody up, replace that somebody, and then, then the thing takes its place, and then the real person gets either eaten or grows up with the group that's what they do so the monsters snatch up finn because uh go figure you lock down one side of a cupboard with iron but not the other side and so we saw earlier that these monsters can just like spit on stuff and melt it so they melt a hole through the home and snatch the baby so claire starts running to try to catch up with the monsters. And then we see that Adam, he like falls and breaks his leg. I think he, he trips. Ooh, he breaks his leg. It doesn't matter what, how or why. And he knocks himself out. So it's the Claire show right now. Claire runs after the monsters that snatch the baby. And Finn is dragged to a pond and taken underwater. And so she f- gets the baby. Hooray. So Adam fixes his broke leg, well, fixes it the best way he can, he sets it, and Adam starts looking in the mirror, and his eye is red as all types of shit, and he's starting to not like light. It's starting to hurt him. And there are other things, and it finally hits him that he's changing. He's starting to mutate because of the fungus. So, the second Claire gets back with Finn, Adam's like, that's not our kid. That's not Finn. And Claire's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, that's one of those changelings, like in the book. That's not our kid. 
So, Adam, he starts to change, I would say. Mentally change. Physically, he is changing. But I think mentally, he's starting to turn into one of them. And Claire has to run off. Now, she runs into the forest with Finn. Or maybe fake Finn. We don't know. So, Adam starts chasing him down. But lights start to hurt him. And so, Claire, she gets out of the forest at a different spot, and she makes it to Colum's house. And he's like their next door neighbor. And then he pulls out a gun, and is like, get the fuck out of here. You know, those things took my daughter back in the day. I don't want anything to do with this. I thought there was going to be some type of a face turn, you know? And we would see Colum like, okay... Your kid got snatched. That might not be a kid. Let me help you because I feel bad. Nah. Column's like, I lost my kid. I don't want to deal with any of this shit. You know? So Adam realizes that his kid is in the nest with the monsters. So he heads in to fight the monsters to get Finn back. The real Finn. Or as far as he believes, the real Finn. And we see Cora. So that's Column's daughter. Uh, she is fully a monster, and she seems to be the leader of the group, because maybe that's why they grab kids, because the kids can learn to talk, and they look more like people, so it'll make humans get closer, they're like, oh, little girl, what's happening, why are you over here, and then they get too close, and they get snatched up or poked in the eye, so while Adam is dealing with the monsters, he has grabbed himself a scythe, wrapped it up in cloth, and set it on fire, so that's the best way to keep the monsters away because it's bright as shit. So while this is happening, Claire is fighting off some of the monsters with a camera. She's using the Flash. And it's a pretty cool scene because the Flash hurts a lot. But it's not a deadly hurt. It's just like a god damn that hurt. And then they start moving again. So she is just slowly getting surrounded by the monsters. So we see that Adam has got his kid back. So there's two fins on the screen, and he finally convinces Claire that he has the real fin, and they switch babies, and then Adam starts fighting off the monsters, and then gets Falcon punched in his chest, and Adam starts to die. Wow. So the sun starts rising, and the monsters back up because they can't handle sun uh, Adam could handle light because he was half at this point. Eh, he was probably three-fourths at the end of this movie. But now, those monsters, they're 100%, so they can't take any light. So we finally see that the baby that was switched and give it, given to Adam was fake. So Claire did have a changeling with her. Adam was right. Oh, that scene is so hard to watch because... As a viewer, you don't know which baby is which, and it just seems like he's about to fuck up his real son, because you're unsure, and then he does some wild shit, and you just hope and pray that you're not witnessing him kill his real son. Yeah. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, it, it sucked, because I had a feeling he was right, because that would that's the best way to give some type of a face turn to the guy. At the end, he's like, I'm turning into one of these monsters. I 100% know that is not my child. I have to save it before I turn to one of them it's it's a perfect ending to his story so adam was right hooray claire got the right baby so adam dies from having his chest punched away <laughs> and claire makes it to the house and starts crying yeah you lost your husband and finn's dad really fast so later on we see a logging company start to cut down the forest the one thing that all the villagers didn't want to happen so they understood that Adam's job was to check out the forest and see if, like, are there is there any rot on the wood? Is there any issues? Because he was probably testing to see if this wood was viable for cutting down. So the loggers come in and start cutting down the forest. And we see that that fungus, the weird stuff that's been in this movie everywhere is on some of the logs, and they are driving away to take the logs somewhere else. Now, I don't know if a little bit of the fungus will just make more of the monsters, or does that fungus have to get onto somebody, and then someone will just turn into the monster, and it goes from there? I don't know. But 
All it takes is a little bit, and it'll get it onto all your electronics, and then you'll get poked in the eye, and then it's game over. And that is the story of The Hollow. So, Micah, uh, who or what was your favorite thing about The Hollow? You know, I really liked the slow burn of the dad. Like, I thought that was a really good take. Instead of him just becoming an evil bad guy, it was him, like, fighting against it as hard as he could and just getting fucked up left and right. Like, that that poor guy just got hit just all kinds of, you know, he got, he got hit from the people in the town. He got hit from his neighbors. He got took took hits from these freaking weird creatures coming after him and throwing him in the trunk and also like who doesn't have a trunk release like yeah <laughs> that was weird yeah just Island. shoving his head like here's johnny in the back seat <laughs> what's up baby yeah but no i i liked the slow burn and him fighting against the cordyceps or whatever the hell was taking over his body like and the makeup department was fantastic on that holy shit that looked good right when he got poked in the eye his his eye just went bright red and it was like holy shit look at his eye my god yeah, yeah no I, I i thought that was the best part of the movie i thought it was a good take they didn't overdo it and he changed just enough that he was becoming a monster and but still fighting off everything around now yeah that was that was a good the the best thing for me uh emma what was your favorite person or thing or etc i agree with what you said about the husband um i forget his name but he was great but i enjoyed the wife's character she was just trying to be business be a mom be a wife just doing what she had to do and she was all balls out hardcore mom energy chasing that shit down trying to get her kid back she saw the most hectic moment of that movie for me was watching that little boy's blanket go below the water oh and she's just like bitch no and dives in unknowing un anything like fuck that you took my child underwater and i was holding my breath and i'm like you are some kind of badass for that so that mom was gold for me kt my favorite character was also the mom i think this movie did a really great job at at depicting um all the things that a mom would do uh yes to protect her kid and to deal with her family and to deal with the situation that was going on i feel like a lot of movies where there is a mom like they show a little bit of it but they don't ever go into the full-on like i will fucking kill everyone and everything if you get in my goddamn way um and this mom i definitely you could feel that coming from her like her connection with the the baby actor the twins that were the little baby like i don't know yeah how well she knew them but they it worked really well and she portrayed her like mom guilt and yes necessity to protect the kid very very well i don't know that the actress if she's been in a bunch of other things or not but she was great you brought up a good point that like you don't usually see that and I think it's just too easy and it's just been a thing for so long that it's just, you know, you turn the the woman in the scenario into a damsel in distress, yeah. you know, and, and now thankfully we're mostly past that point in history. And so <laughs> maybe we'll see a lot more badass moments like that because I think that was a really, really well done and way more realistic thing to have happened. Oh, for sure. I actually picked the pacing of this movie. Sometimes I am not in the mood for a slow burn horror film. Sometimes I just want to watch Hatchet where 10 <laughs> seconds in, please. people are getting their jaws ripped off. And that's yep. I, that's what I'm here for. And sometimes I want to watch a hereditary type movie where it takes a long time to get to the oh shit kind of stuff. This was a comfortable median of both of those worlds. 
And I loved how long it took for you to actually get a solid look at the monsters. And even at the end, you never really got like, oh, they're in full light. This is what they look like. It was like moonlight and stuff and, yeah. and light off of a, a scythe that's on fire. And that's how you see the monsters. And I thought it was awesome. And the fact that they used mushrooms and other fungi as the metaphor so we can understand what these like fairies are i thought that was mm -hmm. really solid and that's how it works if they you know bite you or sting you it takes a little bit but you will turn into a fungus monster you know and maybe yeah. over the ages they evolve and that's what they look like now i thought that was a really cool idea uh, it's always horror movies that make me think about the world later on i realized like i actually like that movie a lot because it made me think like were they always like fungusy, or is it because how the world is and fungus is really fucking strong and can get anywhere yeah. that they just evolved because woods were getting smaller and smaller? I'll never know. I need to ask the director because <laughs> or the writer, uh, Corin Hardy. I need to ask them because they might know, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> so Emma, what was your least favorite person or thing about the Hollow? So I wrote down an answer. But I'm just going to go with it and then I'm going to kind of talk <laughs> through it. So I wrote down Calm. Yeah. Because of his really creepy asshole level of approach to the family. That being said, he is a father whose child got stolen into these woods and his only way to communicate his absolute gut-wrenching pain because of that is to be an asshole and try to scare these people into figuring their shit out. Yeah. And I get that. But I feel like his point would have been much more widely accepted by these folks if he would have just talked about it yeah but no one you wants know. to do that <laughs> so i guess my least favorite thing was his barging in being an asshole approach to being like you need to fucking knock it off you know but i think it was his lack of understanding and knowing how to talk about it so yeah that's my psychology lesson for the day. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk, Micah. <laughs> yeah, my TED Talk too, apparently, because goddamn, take all the ideas that I had brewing <laughs> in my head from <laughs> I was going to shit on him and then yeah. counter with, yeah, but he lost his kid. Yeah. But then shit on him when he turned her away. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so I don't really have anything to add. That was my choice too. Katie. I've done that so many times to Katie where she has the perfect description and I'm like mm -hmm. same <laughs> uh, so my least favorite thing about this movie um, and it's pretty consistent across movies that deal with families and kids yep. is the dad not listening to the mom Yep, constantly in movies and I don't know if this is just the case enough in people's lives that just men don't listen to women when things are going on with their kids or if this is just some fucking trope for the movies that we can't shut down but it was infuriating in this movie when the mom was like no I'm not I don't want to do this I don't want to do this let's just take the kid and leave and the dad was like no no we're gonna stay we're gonna do this the, the kid is fine it'll be fine Put him in the fucking dumb waiter or whatever the fuck that little hole in like the a closet. The Lock weird... him in a fucking cabinet with shears. Yeah, the weird cabinet blocked by shears. Yeah, that's no. I couldn't even. I was mad at the mom at that point too because how dare you let him do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if Otis locked Bella in a cabinet like that and then like. Blocked it with some shears. I would have just pushed but, past him and be like, "You're fucking crazy." But also, I mean, left. 
I get that he was trying to just like it seemed like that guy the the dad was all about logic even when he was falling apart his brain just resorted to just pure logic yeah but it was illogical to put the baby in a box that has four sides and only put iron on one of those sides like yeah but I mean (laughs) pure creativity of those monsters melting the goddamn walls to get into there like what the fuck what who thought of that that was awesome like <laughs> acid shrooms man it's a meeting of the minds all right the little little monsters are like hey look they blocked it off okay well, i'm just gonna go this way <laughs> <laughs> just- it made sense to me when a monster wants wants what it wants it's gonna fucking get it yeah. like, that's correct I mean, and same. they had their sights set on that goddamn baby. So, yeah. So, Katie kind of beat me to it, but it's the dad. His name is Adam. So, mm-hmm. it's Adam, act one and two. Even at the beginning, when he was walking with Finn, the baby, the baby Finn, in the woods, and he starts hearing weird sounds and he finds that corpse of the deer. And he's like, I'm going to poke at it with my child on my back. I'm like, why don't you do that later when you don't have a kid right next to a fucking corpse of a. Of yeah. an animal, yeah, but he's that kind of dude, you know. He's like, Hey, don't tell mom, you know. But, but I did think it was nice that he like took him on all his errands, everything yeah. that he did, he took his kid with him. I was like, It, it almost reminded me of uh, uh, the intro to uh, Strange World, <laughs> Jaeger Clade and his son, Searcher. <laughs> I so it's he still yeah. made questionable choices. No, yeah. I'm not saying they weren't questionable, but I mean, he took him everywhere he went. I thought, yeah, that was I like that part of him, but from act one and two, I think the second he got stabbed in the eye and he understood that he was not going to turn normal again, and he was like in the like mirror, like really getting sad about it. He's like, fuck, man. And you know, even when it's weird, they they added the plot line that the kid might not be the right kid so far into the movie. But I guess they needed a reason to go into the hidey hole of the monsters and get the kid back. But it's just, I, I always, it, it was weird that they did it like last like 20 minutes. It's like, that's not yeah. Finn. And mom's like, yeah, it is like, that's not Finn. That's not the kid. Like, look at it. Fun fact, uh, those moments where the dad is doubting that that's the kid, they actually had an animatronic baby. And that's yes. why they were doing the Uncanny Valley kind of thing. So there were moments where it was either CG oh. baby or animatronic baby or real babies. And they yeah. kept switching it around. So there were moments where you're like, that baby looks weird. Yeah, because it wasn't a real baby. Yeah. They wanted you to think that like... They uh, wanted it to look weird. It looks fucking weird. So especially yeah. at the end when the sunlight hits, yeah, it's not a real baby out there. You know, it's animatronic. But I thought that was cool. But Act 1 and 2, Adam, he had his problems. But like I always say... Every movie has to have a dumbass to get the story moving. Correct. If I'm driving in a car with Bella and the car is full of fungus on the engine, uh, that's crazy. He didn't even tell his wife when he got home. Though there were other things that distract him, but he never brought it up, ever. He fucking said, puffing it. Yeah, it it was just wild. They, They didn't say anything to each other. It was all like, oh, I'll tell him later. And then things would happen. I'm like, oh, I should have told him that. Or I should have told her that. So it's like communication, really. That That's my least favorite thing about this movie, the communication. Yep. But, hey, I'm happy they got it together at the end. Jesus. Okay. So let's do seven-word synopsis. I have two of them. <laughs> my first one is, fake-ass baby looks real fucking fake. Um, <laughs> it's something about, like, people moving a fake thing to make it like it's like when people have fake dogs and scenes i'm like why a dog moving like that i'm like it's weird looking uh but yeah there were a couple of scenes where she would hold the baby and it had like a blanket on it but it's like the way she was holding it and trying to do stuff and i'm like damn that baby's getting its ass shook out there but it ain't real so uh and my second one is the fae are really into eye poking they were trying their best to poke people in the eyes because I guess that's the easiest way to get the disease in. I guess. I think the mouth would be easier, but fuck it. Let's go for the eye. Yeah, well, <laughs> if the person's eyes are fucked up, they can't see you coming to steal your baby. So You're right. You're Blind right. them. Yeah. Pocket sand. Yeah. <laughs> Fairy sand. Yeah. This direction. <laughs> <Yeah>. Katie. <laughs> All right, I have three. 
uh haven't i seen this movie before (laughs) (laughs) and then don't fuck with forests in ireland ever and correct nobody needs movies where babies get wrecked correct no even animatronic ones no thanks though i will counter having the fear of the baby getting wrecked is good to scare people but i don't need the babies actually had things happening to them but put the fear that something might happen it's like when they add dogs to movies and everybody's like man that dog's gonna die and they're like well, what movie was it they said that oh uh sisu that one he's like the dog's fine in the trailer they say the dog is fine because they're like people were worried it's like the dogs well, and babies man it's well, something about them in danger that gets well, the, people i don't mind really worried I guess the problem wouldn't would be more that the point of this movie was to take the baby. Yeah. yeah. Like if if the point of the movie was to take the mom and the mom happened to also be holding the baby and that was like you're worried that the baby's going to get hurt but clearly the creatures are going after the mom or yeah. the dad like that's acceptable. But the fact that they're going after the like the baby was the target. I don't need any movies where the baby is the target. Agreed. Unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Uh Mike Micah. Uh when the when they first get to the forest and the dad's walking around uh and he <laughs> sees the broken down building to go into to find that carcass. <laughs> <laughs> huh, it's the Blair Witch House Irish mm-hmm. edition. <laughs> yep. The dude was it in the it literally straight up looked like the Blair Witch House. Like, <laughs> I literally uh, turned to Otis and I said, "Nope, yep, exactly." <laughs> Not going into a fucking empty, dilapidated, weird house in the middle of the woods. It ain't also, happening. with your son strapped to your back, and you Especially find a dead deer, and your first child on me. No, your first option is to play with the dead thing. Yeah. Jesus, I said something about the Blair Witch House and Emma turned to me when the deer came on. She says, oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get some samples. Like, why? Right? <laughs> All right. The next one is, I'm not evil. I'm just a fun guy. <laughs> if he said that. Last night, half asleep. I'm not evil. I'm just a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> Then I said, okay, I'll write it down. <laughs> All right. Mine are quit fucking with them kids. God damn it. <laughs> and then me watching this never going hiking again. Yeah. That's a lie. I'll probably go. But this was a hard like, no, thank you. Don't mess with any deers. Correct. His parenting style is reckless at best. <laughs> <laughs> And then my alliterative trio triggers tree folk, takes tot, transforms tree man. Heck yeah. I like it. Okay, Bella, I'm sorry. So this film was released January 25th, 2015. Uh, It actually popped up at the Sundance Film Festival. Uh, It's British-Irish co-produced film in Ireland. So that means... It probably doesn't have a budget or a box office, and I didn't check. So, I wrote for my budget box. Katie wrote just enough, and the box office, not enough. Yeah. (laughs) I like it. Well played. Right. (laughs) But uh, this this is a fun one. So, Minority Kill Count, that's a big old zero. This is an Irish film. So, but no, there were no other colors. I guess weird fungi colored long cordyceps things yeah cordyceps but there were a lot of them they weren't really the minority in this movie <laughs> there were ah, cordyceps <laughs> yeah jeez <laughs> okay so that means the number is still 444 and tito turtle and a house in a plane full of vampires and a black bear so does anybody have anything else to say about the hollow before we get out of here? It's good. Watch it. Pretty decent. Yeah, it's it's fun. Like I said, it's seeing parents actually fight 
and they were terrified, but they were ready to scrap for the kid. I thought that was really cool. It's like not as bad Hills Have Eyes because that family were ready to scrap when they weren't getting assaulted. And I was yeah. like, that's fun. I like when people fight back. It's not all about just running and screaming. They're like, fuck this. Let's do it. So <laughs> always fun to see people actually try to swing back. So with that, that is the end of this episode. If you have any other cool fun facts about, I don't know, weird fungus getting poked in the eye, uh, fixing cars by just pulling shit out of it, uh, you can tweet set. We have an email that is. Allentownpresents at gmail.com. And a Facebook app. Presents. So, the you're listening to right now that is flipping the combined effort, flipping the CE, anywhere you can find them. Studio Pizza, thank you so much for the artwork. So, this was episode 42 in the pocket in the books out of sight this is chapter one of fairy tale nursery rhyme and we got a fun one coming up next week i said it with a question mark because i don't know how to feel about it it looked cool sometimes but it was weird <laughs> but eh, we'll get there when we get there so for katie for loud old bell and knocking stuff over for emma micah thank you so much for listening and we will be back next week with another fairy tale horror movie okay bye everybody bye toots well that's not my baby that's a knife I've seen you've played Baby Spoonie before. 